Three, two, one. Uh, We're live. We have bottles today, not not cans, so you're not going to get the pop. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly uh, how much it was, but about 45 minutes ago, I pounded some whiskey in my dining room. Just oh, you to did? Just to make sure I was nice and lubricated for Perfect. <laughs> That's why I got up and stepped away from the living room for a Perfect. Um, so, uh, Anchor was evil. Yeah. And they're, um, they so. We need to be careful here. We don't yeah. want to get accused of slander or anything. The but. previous 19 episodes were sponsored by Anchor, and this episode is very much not. Um, I, I don't know if the ads are still showing up. They, they are not. They shouldn't be? Okay. But, uh, yeah, Anchor was, uh, it seemed like a good tool, and it just wound up not working. It didn't work. Um, you know, I think it's a good area if you want to spend no money. Go ahead and do it. Uh, start your podcast on there. But after looking into their terms of service, it just wasn't something that, was in the best interest of the podcasts um of our podcast especially yeah yeah and i ran my own personal podcast off there as well migrated over but i will say this if you want an easy way to do it go for it for a little while like don't bank on it <laughs> uh, and 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 one one thing that uh has changed for us is um I mean, like, our our viewership has gone up a lot. We're famous now. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Dude, I went to, uh, I went to a... Uh, I, I, think we, I think there might be some people in the Tri-County area that might recognize I went, us. Yeah, dude, I went to a restaurant today, and they called my name when it was my order. Really? I, I had to leave. Really? I had to leave immediately. I'm yeah? Too famous. Yeah? Too famous. Is that because they asked for your name when you placed the order? Well, they did that, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it, I think our numbers were skewed on the last service a little bit. Um, it wasn't showing up or wasn't getting published right or something. I don't know. Yeah, we got more subscribers in 12 hours than we did in weeks of Anchor. Months, really? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're still here. Yep. We're still doing our thing. Apparently people like it more than we thought. Yeah. Um, so that's good. I'm going to have to stab this table again. It looks like the trench knife is starting to fall over. Yeah. But just a little bit, but we're going to have to, we're going to have to, uh, do a few more things as far as the setup. We're going to put two more mics in this thing. Um, which, uh, I would like for you to try to take care of this month if at all possible. Oh yeah, we can do that. Um, especially since I'm getting, uh, my GI bill money, like, uh, I mean, obviously you should still pay rent, but if you need to break it up in order to make it happen, no, we can do that. So what we're going to do is we're going to get, uh, three more director's chairs. Uh, we're going to put in. Uh, two more mics. I we found a mini fridge. Found a mini fridge. Um, you know my mic stand is white. I'd like to get at least two more white stands. Uh, just what do to you have? What's I'm, wrong with the black ones? Huh? I'm big on diversity. We need to have two blacks and two whites. 
Okay. And the big well, thing is for me... Is there a tan one available? There might be. Well, there might be. Come on. We man. might do that. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing is we're going to be fully operational and we want to get more guests. I know I do especially. I know me you too. do as well. Um, like my stepbrother uh, started up a podcast about like board games or something. And he's like highly organized. He clearly like planned this out yeah. way better than we did. Yeah. Um, and I would I would like to have him on here to to plug his his thing and maybe us go on his and play a game and yeah absolutely plug ours might as well fuck it yeah um yeah this is still very early stage I mean we're twenty episodes in which is a good amount yeah it's a, almost a half year uh but it is still I mean I look at these bigger podcasts they're a thousand episodes in plus mm, fuck them. So we're still in the early stages. We're finding out what works for us and uh, slowly getting better. And especially switching to this new service, we're finding that more people like us than we thought. Yeah. our I don't know how many subscribers we had when we switched over to Anchor. We didn't. It, it we reported didn't zero. Any. It reported zero. So and we now actually have subscribers now. Yeah, we're more than that. So, so um, um, the money's not there, but it comes with sponsorships i can get some sponsorships that's not, i'm not even worried about the money really yeah that's not anchor like again anchor is uh you can go it's there a good place to launch from yeah if you want a free place that you can start from and uh honestly this new place that i switched to which is pinecast uh it imported all of our stuff so like without a problem yeah so i have two podcasts I went on there, imported them both. It's five dollars a month. So, brought over all the information. Didn't have to do anything besides remove the anchor stuff from the description, saying to donate to anchor. Um, and besides that, like it was pretty simple. So, yeah. I would say start on anchor if you can. Um, but in the long term, I don't know, man. Take so, a look at other options. That's all I'll say. I don't want to get sued. I mean, ultimately, the ideal thing would be to be on a private server, right? The I only mean, problem is keeping it up and running 24-7. I have a coworker that does that, and he has to keep a computer on 24-7. And yeah, I'd rather pay the money to have someone else do that personally. True. Um, true. Just for the power costs and the upkeep and having to worry about it going down. Don't want to worry about that shit personally. Yeah. Um, so. So tell me about your week, Dallas. What my, happened? Uh, my week. My week was pretty, um, pretty calm. Uh, I mean, I'm still going through school, grinding away at that. Uh, gone, got contacted by an academic advisor I didn't know I had. Um, so tell me about these fucks in your class. That, uh, Which ones? The conformity ones, the ones that are uh, like, oh, I'll do what I say, and then you come out and say what you want to say, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, he said that. Um, I don't know exactly what you're referencing, but, uh, you know, we, we had um, some discussions in class where uh, a question was posed, and it was a multiple-choice answer. And the class was divided into four groups. 
and each group had to argue for their their an- the answer they were assigned whether mm-hmm. it was right or wrong. Yeah. Um and my answer was completely wrong. I'll just say that right now. The answer that my group was assigned was just like it was not correct. And this this uh the question was if you have a patient whose heart rate is 42 beats per minute, what is the first nursing action you should take? Which and is then, very low. It's yeah. a very low heart rate. Yeah, it's very low. Um, and, you know, there's a whole mess of other information that you need to appropriately answer a question like this. Like, does the person run man- marathons? Are they a competitive ath- athlete? Are they on some sort of um, rate-controlled drug? You know, like, yeah. stuff like that. And that wasn't mentioned at all. And then there was, like, I don't even remember what all the options were. I just remember that mine was not the correct option. The correct option was, like, um, check the chart and see what the person's baseline was. Yeah. Uh, but my my option, my answer was uh, contact the physician. And I, my argument was, yeah, this comes down to, like, CYA. You got to cover your ass. Just pass the buck on to somebody higher than you. It's not your problem anymore. Exactly. Because we had to argue for it. Like, we weren't given a choice. We had to argue for whatever. Yeah. And um, my teacher just didn't really even know what to say about that because that's literally what I said in class. Just laughed. Yeah, he just started laughing. That's great. Um, but uh, Shout out to Ben. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, but my uh, – I don't know, dude. Like, nursing school – it's a lot of fucking work, man. It's not like the hardest work I've ever done. It's just a lot and it's constant. Yeah. You know, it's consistently like, um, it's just always there. It's always fucking there. It's like a splinter you have. Yeah. It's like a splinter of glass. You can't find it. Yeah. You feel it's there. And as your skin grows, it's sharp enough to keep cutting down. And yeah. like, you just like, it's you have to there keep now. dealing with it. Yeah. And it's there now. So, um, you know, uh, I, I sent in my capstone requests. Uh, one of them's for the, the um, Salt Lake County prison or jail or whatever it is. And uh, people asked me why I wanted to work there. And I said, well, I just need to meet my roommates before I wind up moving in with them. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And that's that's a fucking great <laughs> great synopsis. Like you got to do that. And uh, and I was, but what it really comes down to is I I really just uh, you know I I was an EMT for a few years. I was a combat medic for a long time, as you guys know. I've been a, a CNA. I'm an uh, I'm not fully licensed yet. I have to take my test on the twenty seventh, but. Um, I'll be an LPN by the end of this year. The prison is about the only environment I haven't worked in so far. What is an LPN? Licensed practicing nurse or a uh, licensed practical nurse? Okay. Yeah. So it's a uh, um, it's like this weird stage where, like, uh, I mean, there's some skills we've gone over in the RN year that we didn't go over in the P- the practical nursing year. Okay. But as far as like the information, a lot of it's been the same. Okay. 
uh, I think it's just like the level of um, interventions you're allowed to do. Okay. Like, so uh, LPN isn't allowed to do IVs, and RN is. A combat medic's allowed to do IVs. Right. And LPN yeah. isn't. An EMT isn't allowed to do IVs. Combat, combat medic. medic is. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that I've done. And one of the things I haven't done is worked in a prison. So I was like, fuck it, dude. Let's see what this looks like. So you're up to this point. You've been kind of like humbling yourself as far as like, I've done this before, but I'm going to go through this shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say about 85 to 90% of my, my curriculum has been me just going through motions I've already gone through. What does that tell you about modern education system as far as what the the pace I would say. Um so that's a hard question to answer because um it's not the education system's fault that I'm stuck in this, okay? Right. I'm following the same path that a bunch of 20-year-olds are. Right. Right? The difference is, is I went through, I just pulled off our price sticker. I hope that's okay. Yeah. I'm just picking at the table. That's okay. Um, but. Do you I, still have it? Yeah, I dropped it over here somewhere. That's okay. I'll just make a new one. Just put a big $35 sticker, like a oh. marquee. I'll make a stamp. You can buy stamp kits now. We'll put a Sharpie on here. The prices are soaring right now, so might as well. <laughs> um, but um, I kind of circumvented a lot of this college education by going through the military. Yeah. Uh, which is really um, good and really bad at the same time. Like, I had the opportunity while I was in the military, if I had done better about keeping track of my hours, Yeah. to have been licensed as a basically an LPN in California, getting out of the military. Okay. And then I would have just had to go to the RN section. So for of those school. of for those of the for those of you who don't know, Dallas spent six years active duty. Uh, as a medic. Right. Two years in active duty, correct? Yeah, so I did six years active duty. Two years of that was at a naval hospital. Um uh, working on the internal medicine unit and wounded warrior floor. And then I was assigned as an 8404 Fleet Marine Force Corpsman, um, which is a field corpsman for the Marines. And uh, I did that my last four years. And then I did two years of inactive reserve, which basically I just spent drinking and getting fat. Um, but Well, I, I remember you talking about it too, like... Until this date. They can call me back. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That date was October 27th. Uh, October 30th, 2017. Okay. So Halloween that year was right. a big deal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, like, I... But the, the thing with the military is, is... You go through your school, and if you need to know a skill, I mean, they kind of track it, but really, like, in the field, I taught Marines how to do IVs. I taught Marines how to do 
tons of different things, and it never went officially on their um, combat lifesaver uh, like certificate. It was just like, oh, like they I know need how this to person it. to know how to do this. Yeah. And now, like you know, we've got people in the Midwest that got out of the Marine Corps as lance corporals or corporals installing solar panels on roofs because that's what they do now but i taught them a ton of medical shit right they just never got certified in it and And it's up to them whether they want to retain that knowledge or not yeah but for for me it's the same way it's like i got taught all of this stuff and then i got out of the military and it was like well you don't have paperwork to back it up yeah so yep. now I'm just having to get the paperwork out of the way. If the paperwork isn't there, it didn't happen. Yeah, and I, I I can respect that, but at the same time, it's a hard pill to swallow because you're like, I've already done so much of this. Yeah, there should be a fast track to be like, I know this knowledge, I can test out of it. Yeah. Um, I, I think there should be a general test that you take. I mean, I had to take a test to get into nursing school. And I fucking crushed it. But yeah. I think beyond that, there should be another test that's like a general nursing knowledge test. And depending on how you score on that is how many classes you have to take to finish your degree. I agree. I think it should be very much like business, like quarterly, like quarter one, two, three, four. Test. Oh, you you tested quarter three. You know this much knowledge. This is where you're at in your degree. You only have... X amount of credits to finish. Yeah. I um, 100% agree with that, but that's not the way it is. It's not the way it is at all, but we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. And, uh, you know what you want to do. So yeah. it's just, it's just yeah. bullshit at this point. It's just getting through what you want to do. I'm so used to bureaucratic raping at yeah, this yeah, point yeah. that like, it doesn't even matter, man. Well, fuck. I, I don't get paper cuts on my butthole anymore. Right. Man. You were like, playing the division and you said to me, what did you say to me? You said, I have patience, bro. I have patience. You underestimate my amount of patience because I went through the military. Yeah, well, I, that was because I was trying to kill an elite enemy on the division. Fucking Hutch, that piece of shit. Yeah, and he was like crouching down behind the thing, and it was like, I know the AI is waiting for me to stick my head up and like pop him out. Like, and so he can pop up and shoot me on like the first fucking thing and take me out. And I was like, Dude, I got patience for days. One of us is going to break, <laughs> and it's not going to be me. Yeah. The AI is stuck here. As long as I leave the game running, I can get up. I can walk away. I could, like... Make a sandwich, <laughs> whatever you want to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Liz must be watching something. Someone won a prize. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's really funny because... Um, that's one thing that the military definitely teaches you is the ability to wait. Yeah. For z- like no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Zero reason at all. That's one thing I respect about the army is their missions are like 18 months at a time. Yeah. Where the Marine Corps is what? Six, six to nine. It's like nine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fucking army are sitting out in the dirt for 18 to 24 months. And, uh, they're just sitting there, dude. They're waiting. And it, being a civilian, knowing military, knowing a lot of military people, patience is learned. Yeah. Patience is learned. So so one of the big things about this um, is 
people are like, well, why do the Marines get nine months deployments and the Army Army gets eighteen months deployments? It's because of like their overall purpose. Okay, so like the Marines are meant to take an area, the Army is meant to hold an area. Does that make sense? Yeah, the Army is more of an occupying force. You have nine months of taking over intensity versus 18 months to 24 months fuck it's sometimes two years yeah of it, it the intensity level's the same but it's spread out as a civilian i have respect for all because they do their different part right um except for the air force <laughs> i was gonna, gonna let you that say out. that um i had a buddy of mine that was deployed quote unquote deployed um, part of a B-52 bomber group running operations for Afghanistan, but he was deployed to fucking, like, Guam or some shit. He got an Afghan ca- campaign ribbon for being in fucking Guam, dude. Air Force. Yeah. Fucking Air Force. Now, I'm going to say this. I love the Air Force. They do a great job at what they do. If my kid at all defies me and wants to go into the military i hope they join the air force but at the same time fuck them (laughs) (laughs) hey you know what though i hear the recruiters are giving a pretty good deal right now if you sign up for the air force you're guaranteed an oak desk an oak desk yeah why so it's it's beautiful it's it smells great you can sit there all day you can Pound it as hard as you want. It's not going to break like so, plywood. But, like, is this an actual thing? No. <laughs> okay. Because with the Air Force, you never know, dude. I've been on to a couple of Air Force bases, man. Okay. And let, let me tell you something about the Air Force, right? They had to come live with the fucking jarheads out on Camp Pendleton for you a little while. You believed it, too. That's a, that's a great part is because it's believable. <laughs> But uh, let so when the Air Force gets moved to a Marine base or an Army base for some sort of training op, they get substandard living pay. All right. Yep. Yep. Which so so me my entire time in the military, I was living below the standards of the Air Force. But you were pay- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you have to live on a Marine base as an Air Force, uh, uh, you know, enlisted member, you get paid more than a Marine or an Army member. Because you're living in substandard conditions. Right, right. It's funny. It's <laughs> my my sister. Her ex husband was in the Air Force. He works on A10s, fucking glorious planes. Uh, got deployed to Turkey. When he was fucking deployed, his barracks was a house on the base with really? four other dudes. Three-bedroom house, four other dudes. Well, I found out Army, after E4, you're guaranteed a single, a single bunk in, your, in, in the barracks. That's how the Marines is, too. Really? But that's all dependent on mission. Hmm. See, they, they they say, oh, you're going to get a single bunk. Get a, but if, if Donald Trump snaps his fingers and is like, hey, we need 80,000 more people to go to Afghanistan. Let's ramp this shit up. Guess who's splitting racks, buddy? Yeah. 
Yeah. I've heard of <laughs> Marines having six to barrack. Uh, well, that that's not uncommon. So um, it, each barracks is a little different. You have open bay. Mm-hmm. You'll have 80 guys in one room. Six shower heads in the shower. Ten pissers, five shitters. Yeah. You know. Um, I had a buddy named Alex. I won't give his last name. He was in the army. Uh, active duty. He was E3. Got his own single single barrack by himself. And uh, That depends on the base in the unit. Yeah. He was in Washington. I remember thinking like the Marine Corps operate at such a different level. And I'll say that because I view you as Marine Corps just because you were based in that realm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what their standard of living is totally different from air force or army or whatever. Dude. Yeah. So the, but you, you have open bay birthing and then you have like these, um, somewhat like college style dorms where it is six people to to a room, Whew. one bathroom and a common space. Good luck on field day with that. Yep. And then um, more common nowadays is two people to a room with okay. a bathroom. Yeah. Um, and no common space. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's it, it really just depends on the unit you're put with. Um, and we're in a weird time too. We haven't been to a, like a war war. And when I say war, war, the war on terrorism, um, military conflict, I'm saying like World War Three type shit. We haven't had to have a war where we don't have to worry about living conditions, quote unquote. That's, um, that's fair. Um, the, the other part of the, the, I mean, like I said, it just all depends on unit and mm-hmm. base and everything like that. But I, I honestly think the Marines are just like treated worse for the sake of it, so they're angrier. I believe that too. I, I think they get the worst gear, the worst living conditions, and they're treated like shit to keep them in that mentality. That's my <laughs> men. That's how I think of it. So, so when they get unleashed, it's like, okay, well, take out your anger on that guy over there. Yeah, it's the dogs that have been fed, you know. Table scraps and. Like a half of what they're supposed to be fed. So when they get unleashed, they're hungry as fuck. <laughs> That's how I've always viewed the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, my conditions. I was. The whole time I was stationed with the Marines, I was married. So I actually lived in a house. It was base housing, but I lived in a house. I didn't have to live in the barracks or anything, but I had to stand watch at the barracks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, so I know what the barracks look like, but I didn't have to live in them with the Marines. When I was in the Navy, I had to live in, in the barracks there. But that was at a hospital. That wasn't actual... Oh, so even when you were stationed, like, as Navy, you would have, if you were not married, you would have lived with the Marine Corps. I I lived in the barracks, yes. Okay. Like, I actually lived in the barracks. Um, uh, There was two barracks buildings. 
the one I lived in was for staff of the facility. The other one was for students. The students were three to a room. The staff were two to a room. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. Good times, man. Uh, I forget what the kid's name was, but my first roommate out of uh, core school and everything, we had like a little wall that separated his, his section from my section. Worked opposite shifts of each other. I'd be sitting there trying to sleep at night because I worked days. And he'd be in there fucking banging out a chick, dude, like loud as hell. I didn't sleep for like the first three months out of the fucking out of fucking core school. Dude. Was that the same guy that ate ramen too? No, really? that was that was Lowry. La- Aaron Lowry, man. I I fucking miss that guy. He he drank himself to death about a year or two ago. Oof. But uh Aaron Lowry, uh, he lived with me in a fucking apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I got married, but I wasn't living with Liz yet so him and I were living together there was four of us living in one apartment and uh we crammed two queen size beds into this one fucking room and one was Lowry's bed and one was my bed and um by that point I had picked up rank and so I was moved into a different position where I worked Monday through Friday and Lowry was still on the um the unit shift where it was like work two get off two work three get off three you know yeah um, sort of a deal. And uh, so I'd be sitting there trying to sleep, and he's sitting there watching Breaking Bad on his fucking laptop with his headphones in to keep the the laptop noise down, but he'd be eating ramen dry out of the fucking packet. <laughs> out of the fucking packet, like four feet away from my fucking head, dude. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't know how I, I lived through that, man. I don't think I got any sleep. I yeah. really don't. Yeah. Vlad Raman's bullshit. <laughs> you get that crunch sound. Oh God, dude. Yeah. Dry, uncooked ramen, dude. He'd sit there. He'd like crack, like you'd hear the, the packet crinkling. You're like, fuck Lowry. Just, just go in the living room, man. Aaron, just go in the living room. And yeah. he's like, <laughs> I fucking miss that guy, dude. I really do. Um, yeah. I, it sucks what happened to him. Yeah, that's unfortunate uh, for sure. Our our buddy Ben got killed in Afghanistan, and that, that, I think, was the first serious loss he'd ever experienced. Okay. And I, I don't think he really recovered from it. It, was like, it fucked him up bad, yeah. and yeah. it's really unfortunate that it did. But Everyone reacts to that differently. I mean, fear... That's what it comes down to, right? It's it's breaking down a person to fear. And once you experience that fear, um, you don't know how you're going to react. Dude, it, yeah. I mean, like, when 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 Ben got killed on deployment, um, it was almost like, I, I mean, I, I watched the stages of grief with this guy, uh, with, with Aaron. They were, like, best friends, man. Mm-hmm. But um, Aaron would, like, stand at one of the windows on the fifth floor of the hospital. Uh, it faced the front gate of the base, and it was like he was looking for the, for Ben's car to drive through the fucking gate, dude. Yeah. It was, it, it was surreal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it fucked, it fucked him up bad. And um, 
I, I don't think he ever fully got over it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things that, I mean, no one's prepared for that type of situation. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like the hardest thing for me was, is I had a storage unit out in uh, mission gorge at the time, mission Valley ish area. And, uh, Ben asked me to store a bunch of his shit there before he went on deployment. And I just made a joke with him. I was like, dude, just don't die. So you can come back and pick up your shit. And I was just joking about it 100%. And I wind up, I wound up having to do inventory on all the shit, um, that was his and my storage unit and mailing it back to his family and yeah it it was a fucking it was hard it was a hard thing to deal with so yeah no one's prepared for that and i think that's what it comes down to the military brotherhood um the comfort sense of it is this uh tough love sense uh and when it comes down to it and having to do the job like it's a tough job yeah um but at the same time, like being prepared to handle that. Um, yeah. And I, I think I was in a different mindset than Aaron was for sure, because at that point in my life, I had already experienced a few familial deaths that were pretty close to me. So like I was acquainted with the whole loss and grieving process in general. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I don't think Aaron had ever experienced that, and it, it was it was hard for him. It was really hard for him. Do you want another beer? Yes. Yes. Okay. Modelo or eight hundred one. Either one. Okay. As long as it has alcohol in it, I'll take it. Okay. I'll go grab. But um, yeah, and you know, being a civilian. Not totally understanding. I've been around enough military personnel to understand that it's something I don't fully understand. And I get that and I respect that. Um, But I've also been around enough military to kind of comprehend the hardship it's put on people. And, uh, you know... Brewed with a fighting spirit. Um, Both of them. But I'll just say, like, never been in the military. I've been very close to people in the military. Never something I'll fully understand unless I join. Um, But having been around Dallas, having been around this guy named Aaron that I worked with, having been around this guy Cody I worked with, both in the Marine Corps, it's given me a perspective um, that I respect it. And, uh, and like I said, until I, unless I join, never fully understand, but I try to, uh, listen to it and take from what they've learned and apply it to what I know. And, uh, so let's, let's get off this depressing ass fucking topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. You introduced me to the division this week. Yes. It's been both a great and a horrible thing for me. Yeah, and you got to remember, I like Dark Souls, so. Um, well, the division isn't as bad. Not as bad, but no. it's it's devastating Dark- when you fail a lot. 
Dark Souls, I just felt like I was being taken by the Black Mamba in Dark Souls, man. I, like, yeah, I, I can't explain it. Like, it was like getting <laughs> bitten by a, a venomous snake and then trying to run from, from somebody that was actively trying to rape you. That's how that game is. Right. Um, I fucking hate that game. Yeah. I don't buy a game to be stressed out like that. Um, <laughs> uh, and maybe you need to try Sekiro. No. Um, <laughs> but the division I like, it's like an RPG. So I appreciate that because yeah. I like RPGs. But the thing that's been hard for me is you introduced me to this fucking game. Uh, and now I'm having a hard time staying focused on school. And I blame you for that. You blame me for that? Yep. Well, you shouldn't, dude. You should have the fucking self-confidence to... Uh, whatever. I, I know. No, I know I should have self-control. But the thing is... is it's a I, good game. It, and and I'm semi-hedonistic in my life, you know? Like, me too. Me too. Um, but... Yeah, dude, this game's been both a blessing and a curse. It's like, I want to play it. That's what I want to do when I get home for like an hour or so. Yeah. Just chill out, kill some thugs on the streets of New York, uh, recover fucking intel or whatever. Then study hard. No. 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 And then I just want to rub one out and go to sleep. (laughs) But uh, the, the thing I want to do... It is exactly that, but I I know I have an obligation to complete this fucking schooling. Ah. So most of the time I'm able to put it in check a little bit, but school's you... temporary, the division's forever, dude. <laughs> Just get... By the time we graduate, the division five's gonna be out and you're gonna be able to Do you know how sad that makes Dude, me? you're literally gonna be able to sit on your couch, jerk off, finish, keep playing. <laughs> like The Division Five. I mean the Division Two already came out. It did. So three's probably gonna come out next next year. Probably. <laughs> People lose interest, I don't know. They'll make another one. It doesn't make sense. So so here's my thing with the division. Okay, or like games like The Division, kind of, kind of like the, what they did with um, World of Warcraft. Okay. okay. Too much. No, no, it's not too much. You release the base game. Okay. okay? Uh, there, there's no real need to release a new version of said game year after year. True. Like, like Call of Duty does, or. Assassin's Creed or Battlefield or yeah. Assassin's Creed or whatever. You you release the base game and then each one after that should just be a $20 DLC. Yeah. That expands upon the original story. I'd agree with in that. And a map. So like the the premise of the division, right, is there's a virus. It's caused New York to go into chaos and you're part of a mercenary team that's trying to regain control. Yep. The Division 2 is basically the same thing. Same thing, thing, except in D.C. Washington, D.C. Yep. So why couldn't that be a DLC that spread from New York to New Jersey? Because they got to make that money. Well, let me correct myself. 
from New York to Ohio because if it spread to New Jersey, no one would want to help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina, let them fucking perish, dude. Yeah, but like you could do this DLC every six months to a year. Yeah, for the greater forty-eight. Like charge ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. And I mean, it's all essentially the same game, and you you as you're doing this, you're updating the base game too. So like. There are no remastered editions. There's no, like, right. you know, you like moving the game forward with technology as... Uh, I think as we're getting there. I think we're getting to the singularity. I mean, as cheesy as that sounds. I think we're getting to a point where it's going to be you pay for the base game and then you pay for... DLC. Yeah, that's the next Call of Duty. I mean, they, they announced it's going to be cross-platform they're not going to do a season pass they're just going to add on to it um and i think that's probably good because so, i don't like paying for 60 dollar games every year or well whatever. so here, here's the thing though is like you still got to pay the people for the the product they're creating sure right i'm totally for that so uh like they're not going to charge for the dlc microtransactions loot Micro. boxes Loot boxes. Okay. You 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 click on the loot box. You roll the dice. Gambling, like oh, I got this rare gun or whatever. That's how they're making their money now. Um, because for me, uh, you know, I understand the premise behind charging for DLC. Yeah. But if you charge, no, just listen to me here. Mm-hmm. A hundred dollars up front. Yeah. For a base game, yep, like Call of Duty when it first came out, yep, and that hundred dollars was basically a, a season pass for every subsequent Call of Duty that came after it. Yeah, I agree. Like, and and yeah. then people are like, "This game's fucking amazing." Yep, you got people like me that I was sixteen. But like, say like, you got these these kids in high school that can't afford to buy these games, and their parents won't buy it for them, and then they get to a point and they're like, okay, I can buy this. Yeah. And now they buy the hundred dollar version. It's been seven years. Yeah. There's all this DLC content. It's gonna take them a fucking month to download. Right. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, like now they have full access to everything and uh, make everything cross platform so their their mates can come and play with them. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, let let me help you level up in these like lower, harder areas. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, uh, like, you look at NES games. They were fifty dollars when they came out. Really? Yeah. I can't like. Imagine. I, I, I'm sure they were, but I was. I was um, around 10 at that time, so I didn't pay attention. I was just like, I want Star Fox. Right. Give $50. $50 went a lot more back then. Games should be $100 now. And now they're doing the base game $60, uh, silver silver membership for 80 gold membership for 100 and, and, uh, and then on top of that, you have the uh, season pass for an additional 30 Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, the Witcher, 
worth a hundred dollars. The witch, The Witcher three, um, worth a hundred dollars. And I think they're priming the public to eventually accept that. But Game Boy Advance games used to be forty, fifty bucks. That's true. Um, so yeah. well, I, re- I remember Game Boy Color. Like those games used to be twenty to thirty bucks. Yeah. When they first came out, like the fucking Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red. Yeah. As a $25, $30 game. I'd rather get rid of the microtransactions DLC and pay $100 a game. As long as it's worth it. Like Witcher 3, 100% worth it. So, so here's my thing. Don't get rid of the microtransactions. Because um, that's steady income for the company. But uh, you pay 100 bucks up front. Uh, all the DLC. All, all the DLC and the next version of the game. So this is how they... That, that's what it should be. So you should get two, like... So, like, you have... Uh, what? What is it? Uh, fucking Call of Duty Ghosts. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh-huh. Or like a Modern Warfare yeah. is the current one, right? That's the new one coming out. They're not doing a season pass. They're going to do free maps. Well, anyway. Uh, or Advanced Warfare or whatever the fuck it was. We'll say Black Ops. Okay. Okay, uh, cool. You spend a hundred bucks, you get all the DLC, and you get the next game for free. But then you have to buy the next one after that. Right. What do you think of that? Um, every two years. I'm okay with that. I mean, I think every. I mean, every two years, it's fifty dollars a year, basically. If you pay a hundred dollars, you should get a good amount of content, not cheaped out. You should not have to worry about. That's a problem I've had. You pay $60, which has been the base price for games for a long time. Mm-hmm. You don't get the full game. You get... Um, like Hitman 2. You get like six missions. And then... And then you have to pay $30, $40 for the next snippet. I'd rather pay $100 and then just drop it. Because how they do it is they develop it. They develop the whole 100% game. They give you 80%. Yeah, they they're like sixty bucks, sixty to eighty percent of the content up front, and then and then we'll oh, charge we're, you. We're gonna release something every two to three months for a year and a half after that, right? And charge you ten dollars per DLC. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's it's kind of aggravating to me. I I I am of the mindset that I would much much rather pay i mean i'd buy less games for sure because it'd be expensive but i i'd rather pay more for higher quality and more content than i would for uh more quantity and poorer content i you you got a lot of games that get released and it's like a week after you get them purchased and you, you have them at home like oh Here's 15 patches that came out for the game. We've got to fucking remedy like this problem, that problem, and stuff. It's like, no. Go through a full vetting process. Get it sorted out. Fix all the kinks. Now, then publish it. Publish it for 100 bucks a person. People will spend it because it's America and the UK and everything. And people are well off enough to fucking spend that. But... Um, yeah, it, it really irks me to spend $60 on a product 
Especially like so like for instance my my most recent like brand new game purchase was MLB nineteen the show. Uh purchased it like the day it released. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about it running out or anything because no one likes baseball anymore. <laughs> but uh like I purchased it the day it was released, brought it home, downloaded it, got it connected and everything, started my like road to the show and character building a week later five updates for glitches and shit come out it's like no just fucking fully develop the game before you release it man yeah i agree with that the whole idea that they uh it's all dictated by the publishers now you have these artists that want to uh you know put out the best product possible and these publishers businessmen and i get that totally understand they want to make good numbers for the quarter uh but at the same time they rush uh the content they put out and the content they put out is for the consumer and the consumer buys it you know understanding that hey this is the game i've been waiting for awesome i want to have fun with it and then you have glitches you have all of these things they have to patch it like, okay, there's all these glitches, whatever, I'll wait for it. But the underlying principle is they're saying this is the base game, you're buying the base game for this much money, and you're not getting that. You're getting a .5 release. You're getting half of what it's supposed to be. Um, so I think, I and personally, I'd rather pay $100 to get the full game, even if I have to wait longer. That's why I like Rockstar Games so much. It's like, I'd rather pay the $100 up front to enjoy a game that's 100% developed than pay $60 for a game that's half developed and then they patch it up. Yep, yeah. So, you said with this new platform we're only allowed to download like X amount at a time? 80 megabytes at a time, yeah. Uh, so, I was thinking, we're, we're in a good flow here. But maybe we can divide this up into two episodes. What do you think? We can. Yep. Like cut it off at about an hour and then just start back up. Yeah, we can. We can. Because we are piss poor on time management. Yeah, we can last about an hour and a half before it cuts that threshold. So um, I, I, I say we tr- start trying to aim for an hour per episode, but we're in a good groove here. So yep. Yep. I I mean like. Well, what we really need to work on is our fucking time management, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard for uh, two intoxicated people to have time management skills. But yeah, the first twenty minutes the hardest, and then it gets fucking out of control. Yep, and then we go for three hours, and you guys are like, "What the fuck? Well, like, how did we get to this point?" Yeah, and. I don't really apologize for that because... But hey, we got new subscribers, so thank you to you guys. Yeah, yeah. All five of you. I Thanks. think six, actually. Six? Six in 24 hours. There nice. you go. Nice, nice. So, yeah, thank thank you. And um, if you do like what you hear, spread the word, man. Spread the word. Yeah. Spread the... Spread the gospel of cheap shot discussions. Around. It'd be pretty fun to have the first couple subscribers. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on where they are, if they can make it here. And who they are. If they're a bunch of fuckos, fuck off. 
Well, I'm not going to say that, but... We should get Ben on from NTO. Oh, yes. Talk about Battlefield animations. Do you think he's still on that? I don't know. I wonder if he's found a new like thing to focus on. I don't know. Only one way to find out. I, I will say this about Ben. He's a crack shot, dude. Yeah, he's a smart dude. No, like... He, he's really good at shooting, too, from what I hear. Yeah, like 100 yards, iron sights with a rifle that was fucking like 70 years old. Hitting, not dead center, but pretty fucking close. Yeah. Like, he is a crack shot. I, I was like... I didn't have a lot of respect for him until that moment. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, dude, you irritate the fuck out of me, but you were the only one willing to come shooting with me. And yeah. Damn, you are, you're pretty fucking good for, I don't know, maybe it's the autistic abilities that allow him to do all the math in his head. I yeah. I don't fucking know. We got to get out there again, too. How long has it been since we've been out? months yeah i went out with my sister like a week and a half ago yeah um let her shoot uh the tavor her first time shooting an assault rifle style weapon um she i think she liked it she posted it all over instagram so there you go um yeah uh i don't know i really enjoyed teaching people what i know about shooting though what we need to get is my cousin on. Yeah. About that. He's a professional. Oh, is he? National Rifle League. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Let's get him on. Unfortunately, um, he lives in Carolina. Well. So. Well, I'll uh, I'll offer him this. We'll fly you out here. You have to pay for it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll buy you the Josh, ticket if you no, cash app it. Yeah. Josh, uh, once we can figure out how to afford to get you out here. I would love to have an in-depth conversation with you on this podcast or in general about what it takes to be a professional marksman. Yep. Um, be fucking amazing, dude. Uh, anyway, I think, uh, we'll call it good on this one and just fucking hit the re re record button in what, like two minutes. Yeah. Ish. That works. Fuck it. This has been Cheap Shot Discussions. Email us at CheapShotDiscussions at gmail.com. We are no longer on Anchor, so you cannot contact us through that. Don't if do it. If you are planning on it, then that's too bad. Cry yourself a river. Masturbate with those tears and move on with your life. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, just uh, please reach out to us. We're tired of talking about the same shit and trying to solve the world's problems from the my fucking spare bedroom. Oh, Just... my vape died. All right. Okay. Please contact us now. Yes. Have a good week. Bye.